heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Placing their opinion on the line, it's The Verdict. Into the straight at the 300 metres, it's Ascension, it's got a good gap on them, about two and a half to Just Folk, pounding here to shock, and they were followed next by Foxy Cleopatra, but it's Ascension, 100 metres to go, starting to get a little bit tired, and here's Charterhouse over the top, Charterhouse with Foxy Cleopatra, Charterhouse back to its best, won the Cranbourne Cup from Foxy Cleopatra. Can they uh, train a grand final winner, the Ma Eustace mob? <laughs> Uh, you know, the yes, they can. Gong in Sydney, yeah, a bit of a grand final. Well, we'll just take that out with uh, with a horse that hasn't won for a year and a half. And then Cranbourne Cup, yeah, we'll knock it off with a 20-to-1 shot. When are we going to learn? Karen will tell us. Karen, when are we going to learn about your grand final training techniques? <laughs> how are you? Good, mate. Um, well done. Uh, what was? Uh, how was uh, Kembla Grange? It was pretty good, actually, Kembla. Um uh, it looked like the track was going to be very heavy in testing conditions, but actually raced not too bad. And uh, uh, we had a we had a, we started the day well and uh, ended up with the feature in the middle and then finished really well. So it was a it was a pretty good day all in all. Yeah, that's four solid quarters of footy you played uh, on the weekend. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Hey, just the vibe at Kimberley Grange. Uh, a lot of talk about um, you know the VRC wanting to take Cranbourne standalone country meeting on Saturday and then, of course, New South Wales has moved out of town to Newcastle and Kembla Grange and you've got a very good footprint up there at the moment. Was it a? Did it feel like a successful standalone day up at Kembla? Uh, it, it did. Um, you know, it's not. It wasn't as big as a, a Randwick, but I, you know, I've been to a couple of Cranbourne Cups recently and um, uh, it sort of had that sort of feel about it. Um, yeah, I, I think it was... Uh, it was a reasonably successful day, I'd say. Kieran Shark here. Uh, I know the Sydney Carnival's got all the, the mega million races and everything. It's probably the obvious answer. But uh, meetings like the gong on Saturday, is that is the placement of those meetings as important in your decision-making sort of scheme to move your business into New South Wales? You know, to, for a horse like Detonator Jack to have access to a million-dollar race, it's incredible. It probably just reaffirms for you the need to expand into into New South Wales, doesn't it? Meetings like that? Well, that that was sort of our play, you know, two years ago. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, with all these meetings and pop-up races, um, you know, I was speaking to Darren Dance from ATB, uh, who, you know, owns Detonator Jack and runs in his colours and he just said how, how can you not how can we not have the horse there like he's the horse hadn't won a race before Saturday mm. and and um, you know he done close to 200 grand his last couple of starts what flicked, what flicked him around the blinkers sorry the blinkers were they the trick uh, he, he does love a bit of cut in the track as well So um, I think the combination The blinkers You know he was coming back from 18 to the mile And You know he just sort of Needed that That, that, little, that little something Like in the five diamonds He just 
Um, took a little while to get into gear and we just thought it was the right time, especially coming back in trip at that stage of the prep to put them on. And, um, yeah, it, it, it actually made the difference. And the, the track with a bit of gear also um, played into his hands as well. And have you learned a little bit about him, Kieran, in regards to what is his sweet spot um, at the moment? Like his, his races have sort of been between that 1,400 and 1,800 metre range um, this time around. He, he ran third in a South Australian derby at his fourth start, and I think most people thought he was going to be a stayer. But have you worked out that he's, he's more of a miler? Yeah, well, you know, he was very, very good at the 18, and and um, you know, he's he was very, he's obviously good at the mile on the weekend. But he, he's only lightly raced, actually. He's, he's, if you look at his form, he hasn't done much wrong at all. A um, couple of times he was beaten um, when he was short price favourite here in in Victoria uh, last time around. But you know, he, he's just a good horse. You yeah. know, like he's big, strong, um, gelding that's um, sound and, and yeah, like you can see him doing what he's doing for another couple of years uh, with no surprise. A couple of those races in Melbourne, tempo was a bit of an issue there as well uh, and race shape. Hey, Kieran, uh, I, I, we could talk about Charterhouse, uh, but more interested in Declan Bates, uh, just how he's been given that chance prior to Jenny and now Cranbourne Cup. It, mm. it, might, be the, it might be the role that Declan Bates needs? Well, uh, as, as you and everyone else knows, uh, riding is all confidence and, um, you know, when, when a jock gets their tail up, like you look at Mark Zara has always been a a, a um, top of the tree, top tier jockey, but this year he just sort of was in another he was in another sphere. Um, and Deck Bates, you know, similar. You know, he 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 worked hard. He he um, you know was awarded a couple of opportunities and taken them with both hands. And then you know since then opportunities have come on the back of that and uh you know he works hard he's a good rider and and uh as i said confidence is everything declan bates is a jockey riding with confidence but we saw in the last a horse whose confidence is up and he looks like he's really going somewhere jimmy Starr. what can you tell us about him yeah he's a ripper isn't he um aussie aussie curve um and yeah, Matt Becker, they, they found him in New Zealand and, you know, they've got their systems, which is, you know, it's been well documented there and their process that they go through. And, you know, he's a he was very well managed in New Zealand. Um, he was only very lightly raced and they're very patient with him. And he come out here and, you know, as a four-year-old with only a couple of starts, you don't see that very often. And you know he's a he's a sound. He come over here fit. We we give him one jump out just to um, just to keep him uh, make sure he was up up to the mark. And yeah, he was he couldn't have been more impressive first start, and he was just as impressive again on again on um, Saturday. I know it was a class three at Cranbourne, but I was talking to Aussie last week and. He just wanted to talk about Jimmy Starr. He's very proud of this little recruiting effort uh, with this horse, and he's suggesting that it might be his next good one. Are we? Is he getting a little bit carried away, or do you think there's genuine stakes class potential in this horse? Uh, I think there is. Um, 
he's a he's a neat horse, but um, yeah, I I could see him, you know, getting into a decent handicap at some stage, um, you know, uh, in a good race and 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 going well. He's got all the credentials, you know. He he's as you've seen first start, he can go through a field, he can take a position. Um, he can get back. Um, yeah, he's just a. Yeah, I think he's. You know, when you see those those progressive horses winning, sort of uh, like you said, it's only a class three. But when you see him win with that little bit of arrogance, um, generally they, you know, it wouldn't be any surprise to see him get there. What, what's the remainder of the the prep look like for him this time in? Oh, I'm just going to see how he is, whether he has another one now. Uh, being a four-year-old, um, you know, as a three-year-old, you can you can win a race like that and then raise the bar into a stakes race. But as a four-year-old, you sort of got to go through your grades. So uh, we'll just see how he comes through. He, he he might have another one and then probably a reset for a, for an autumn or something like that. We're with Kieran Ma on Racing Pulse. He won the two big ones across two states on the weekend. Kieran, bigger picture stuff I want to talk to you about while we've got you. Uh, one, Equinox, your impressions. I'm sure you must have seen the, the race. What sort of a bar has been set here? Can we reach that bar? I know you had a great experience with Hitotsu. And the one I want to start with, though, it's, a, it's the subject du jour today is the cancellation of all these country race meetings here. I know New South Wales loses a lot of the bottom end ones and the picnics and so on, but Kilmore yesterday, I know you had runners, Mount Witchy Proof, we had a couple of picnic meetings, Tatura. Uh, are we coming to a, a fork in the road with the amount of country tracks we have and the ability to maintain them and so on? Have, has it been a frustration to your stable to not be so not be sure about whether these meetings will, will go ahead? Uh, well, it, it, it's, it's frustrating for everyone, you know, like especially when you um, you know, you get staff and horses and, and um wages and everyone gets their horses there and then the race is called called off it's it's extremely frustrating um um yeah you know like whether it's whether it's just a um a management thing or whether it's the the issue uh whether it's the the weather i suppose it's, it's a debate that probably needs to be had but um yeah, it, it is a bit frustrating, and and uh, Equinox. I think mean, you touched on it. I, I, you know, he's just a freak. I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've had a horse that's any anywhere near as good as that. And uh, you know, I hope I hope they take on the the best in Europe because it would certainly. It would certainly make the race. How do we make an equinox here? At the uh, Sydney Easter sales, we were talking to John Massar and he said his dream, his last remaining dream as a breeder is to produce the perfect horse and he knows he can only do it with Japanese blood and I know you had a, a dabble with it with, uh, you know, the likes of Hitotsu. Um, do we have the setup here to create a horse like that or do we get too urgent? I mean, he's had seven starts. Is there something in that? Well, what do we have to do to, to play catch-up on these international super horses, do you think? Well, I don't think we have to do much. I think Black Caviar <laughs> was uh, probably of its equal, um, just at race over a shorter trip. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Winks was probably on the decal, but races over a shorter trip. Um, Equinox is a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just one out of the box, you know, it's like a Frankel, you know, it's like a, you know, those horses that are, you, you, you'd probably see, um, once or twice a decade, you know. As a horseman, what do you see when you see Equinox? Like, we're just mugs in the stand who see this thing galloping away. Like, through your lens, though, through your eye, is there something about him that, that you might pick up that we may not? No, it's just, it's like any of those horses that, that as I just mentioned, they can just hold hold a maximum speed for longer, a lot longer than the average, which, um, you know... They're, they're probably not that much faster in terms of kilometres per hour, but they can just hold their top speed for longer. They've just got a bigger engine, bigger system, and, that's and what, he's, yeah. he's got all the all the um, you know he's a big, strong horse. He's got a lovely action, you know, and, and seems to have a very good temperament. So he's got it all. Speaking of sustaining a gallop for longer, the, the biggest race on the calendar is coming up next Sunday at Warrnambool. Mm-hmm. So what have you got? <laughs> uh, we, um, Mr. Fabulous is our, is our uh, banner horse for, and hopefully he is, hopefully he is Mr. Fabulous uh, next weekend. But, um, um, yeah, that... that that is right at the other end of the stamina test. <laughs> it is indeed. Hey, uh, well done on the weekend to you and Dave and the team. I know it's a big organisation now, so you've got to keep feeding the beast and uh, those results really help. And, and then off to Warnable. Uh, we'll see you down there for the, uh, for the Jericho, mate. Uh, yeah, no, it should be a great weekend. Good on you, mate. Kieran Ma there.